Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 178 of Motherhood in Hollywood. My guest today is Isabel Echeverri Unruh. She owns Contacto Latin Talent Management, and we are going to talk about some wonderful tips for actors. If you're in this business that we call show, you're going to want to listen up. All right, here we go. Come on, mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. You're joining me for yet another episode of Motherhood in Hollywood. As I mentioned, my guest today is Isabella Shaveri Unruh. She, which is, let's be honest, I should win some kind of award for pronouncing that correctly, which I hope I am. <laughs> I practiced a lot. Um, I'm so thrilled to have uh, Isabel on the show today. She owns Contacto which is a Latin talent management company. We're going to talk about the state of uh, the Latin community in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry, but we're also going to get some um, wonderful actor tips for everybody. You don't have to be Latin to listen to this episode and get something out of it. Um, I think you guys are going to really enjoy everything that Isabel has to share about not only starting her business, but about being a mom in the entertainment industry on the um, behind the camera, <clears throat> as well as uh, she was an actress as well. And she came out here to be an actress and found that her dreams and her focus and her goals shifted. Um, raise your hand if that sounds familiar. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. Um, anyway, so I want you guys to um, enjoy this uh, interview with Isabel in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you, it's Comic-Con week. Ah, I'm so excited, but I'm also a little bit bonkers. There is so much happening at Comic-Con this year, although a lot of people are saying that Comic-Con is kind of scaled back. There's not as many huge properties that are going to be there, which is true. However, I still feel like there's so much to do and so many things to check out that every year it's overwhelming. And I personally have to pare back a little bit. Otherwise, we'll just be going nonstop in the 100 degree heat in San Diego and I'm trying not to do that this year. I'm trying to be a little more selective on what I cover so that I can actually enjoy it a little bit more and have a little more fun. Chris is going to be there. Um, our best friends, Heather and Mark, are going to be there. And Channing is going to be here with our nanny. Um, so I get we get like basically like a four-day vacation, except it's going to be we're going to be working the whole time. Um, yay. <laughs> so make sure you guys are following me over on Instagram and Facebook at motherhood in Hollywood and on Twitter at Heather Brooker to, uh, keep up with all of our shenanigans and there will be shenanigans at Comic-Con this year. All right. That's going to do it for my mommy monologue. Let's get right to it. You guys, great acting advice coming your way and a beautiful story about a mom who took control of her career and followed her dreams and created something wonderful. So here is my interview with Isabel Echeverri Unruh of Contacto Latin Talent Management. Okay, we are going to get started on this episode, you guys, because these ladies who are here with me today um, have been so patient while I have dealt with a tremendous and embarrassing amount of technical difficulties. Um, but I have Isabel Echeverri Unruh. Yes. Nailed it. Yay. <laughs> okay. And she is a manager and founder of Contacto yes. Ma Talent Management. Mm -hmm. Full title. 
Contacto, a Latin talent management firm and production company. Amazing. So um, thank you for the tongue twisters for uh, starting off my day <laughs> with trying to figure out if I can actually say this stuff. But um, I just want to say I'm super thrilled that you're here because this is a side of the business that I personally have not had a chance to really dive into. So I'm super thrilled that my friend Yanina um, uh, pitched this to me and reached out. Um, so and also we should, full disclosure, Yanina is here as well. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. So tell me about Contacto. Contacto, um, I started Contacto 10 years ago. So uh, this is the 10th anniversary. We're very happy because it's evolved. Uh, the, the company has evolved tremendously. And um, growing up, I always was a connector, kind of like a catalyst. Like I would know people and then I'll be like, oh my God, maybe you should know this person or that person. And Or they everyone comes to me really on a daily basis just to ask me, hey, can you help me out with this and that? Like who... And then, and then I, I, I just know so many people now all over the world because I've traveled and I just had a lot of experience with, um, I, I love people. And that's where the company uh, is, why it's called Contacto. It came out of contact high, you know, because I really, I get a natural high when I see people, when I meet people and when I connect people. So, so then 10 years ago, I said, okay, I'm going to start this. But, but then I also had the experience of working. I had tremendous, great mentors in, in the business, like Jeff Berg, Amy Sacco in Miami. I also worked with Simone Martel in New York. She did special events. So, I mean, these are really important people um, in, my, in my past, and that really molded me to – and then also I had these two mentors in, um, <clears throat> here in, in L.A., Rebirth. Now, have you always wanted to be a talent manager? Yes. Well, well, yes, because it was innate and people came to me, but it wasn't my plan. I came here as an actress, yes. by the way. In 1999, um, I moved to Los Angeles to pursue my acting. Uh, I went three years to uh, Stella Adler and William Esper in New York. And then I said, and then right when I finished that, I moved here and then all of a sudden, I, wa I was hired at ICM uh, to be the third assistant. But it was, it was a very part-time job. But then I liked it so much, and I saw the potential of the Hispanic um, market because they used to represent Jennifer Lopez at the time. She did Selena. And so I, I brought an idea. I said, well, can I? Well, then I was invited into the agent trainee program. So then they said, okay, you need to make a decision. You, you either be an agent, and you have to leave your acting because it's a conflict of interest. So I was, of course, going to take that opportunity right there. I'm always going to say, well, let me be an actress and go to maybe one or two auditions a month. You know, no. Um, so, so I really got here as a Latina actress and seeing also how uh, representation was minimal. And then also being then at ICM, seeing how even within that company, the Hispanic market was only seen as very little money. It wasn't a power to to go after. But I did create and started with the blessing of Jeff Berg and, and everyone at the company um, to uh, and founded kind of like a small Latin, Latin American department. So I brought in a few key clients like Christina Cedar-Legui. She's the big Oprah, you know, uh, Latina Oprah. So I brought a few, I secured a few clients um, and then, uh, and, and I just saw that it was a tremendous uh, market to look into, but I was the only one that saw it at the time, uh, and a few people. But then I, I went into advertising. So 
uh, as in like uh, representing uh, production companies and advertising and directors. So it, it's just it's been it's been a, an amazing journey and and it's a combination of many different uh, kind of uh, areas, which is uh, but but I think the main growth has really been uh, the the spending of of brands, you know, that they spend and. And also the studies, like Harvard University, they like by by 2040, okay, they estimate that half of the that uh, uh, half of the workforce in the U.S. is Hispanic. I mean, we're getting there, and you know that. I mean, it's like everywhere. We're we're just everywhere. So, <laughs> so might as well take advantage of it. And me being from Colombia, double national, dual nationality, then it's uh. You know, I just really, and being in front and in back of the camera, I really have had the experience of everything. So now what I love to do is to uh, to take uh, uh, talent and, and develop them and be like in one, in one sitting, be like, okay, this is what you need to do. And it's very simple. Just do what I say, okay? And then, <laughs> and they're like, okay. And I like, I already know the, the key to success, really. I mean, to key, it's not. The success, what I mean success, is reaching your goals. And, and, and I know that so many actors and directors and even creators, so I have so, this world of, like, just everybody's coming to contacto, uh, so many people, to, to see, okay, how, I have a TV series, a Latino theme. How can I get into Netflix? How can I get into this? Uh, then, so it's not just saying, oh, yeah, no, it's this contact. No, it's not so easy. It's about saying, okay, well, let's look at it. Does it need creative development? Do you need a new writer? I mean, or are you okay with not being the writer and not being the So you're the almost director? packaging things now. Yes, everything. We're packaging. I have two films that were in pre-production. One of them, um, the creators of The Conjuring, uh, which, you know, you read about. And, uh, and then Aura is going to be an all-Latino cast, uh, which uh, offers are going next week. But these two films are fully financed, which is so important in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Uh, so it's just so many things that, that I'm just here to help people. Uh, and I think how I can help them is because of the experience that I've gotten with going out there with my own projects, with going out there, me being an actress, you know, uh, 1999 and, you know, and then that was another battle for me because I totally had to give up my acting, not just back then at ICM, but then I went back to it because it's really, it was like my passion, but then then I, I had to I had to resign my sad card and everything to be a manager. Yeah. So it was a big thing, but I'm happy. I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna be like, oh my God, I wanna be an actress. No. It's like I'm okay because I'm helping people and my success is is what, you know, fills me up. So it's not like I'm not successful. I am successful but but through representation. You know what I mean? I do. And I think so. there's it's hard when you come out here to be an actor and that is sort of your passion and your drive when you're first here. It's hard to step back and go, wait, there may be other ways I can pursue this dream and pursue this career. Um, and so was that difficult for you to just sort of like let that go? Because I'm still kind of hanging on to it, even though I see other opportunities coming up. I'm definitely still holding on to that part of myself. Wow. Incredible. So you and I kind of have the same story because it's uh, I think it's more um, for me, it was being smart about it. OK, wait a second. So am I am I going to pursue my acting and and have and not be able to represent all these people? Um because I want to still kind of like uh, force this or is or am I going to really see what, you know, my 
universe, the higher power is, is putting in front of me and taking advantage of it and, and, and rolling with it. You know and what I mean? So pay your bills. Exactly. <laughs> and I have three kids. So it's like, yeah. So I think that was the, the yeah. one of the main things, yeah. you know, it's like being smart about it yeah. and being like, okay, what am I going to do? And I did this and I love it. All right, so let's talk about your kids. Yes. You have three oh babies. Um, yes. What was the decision like, and where were you at in your career when you decided to become a mom? Well, uh, I always wanted to be a mom, but I hadn't found the right man or, you know, the love of my life, and I finally did. He's younger than me, hey. 12 years younger. <laughs> he's a great guy, and he's from Oklahoma. <laughs> what? Yes. I'm from Oklahoma. Really? Yes, no that's, yeah, that's where I'm from. What oh part of God. Oklahoma? Shawnee. I know Shawnee. <laughs> that's also where Brad Pitt is from, I yeah, believe. Exactly. That's and there's a sign when you go in. He goes, uh, "This town is where Brad Pitt yes, is from," and I love Pitt, it. Yeah. Home of Brad Pitt. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So, so he's a cowboy. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's just a cool guy. You know, okay. he uh, he loves it. construction. You know, yeah. and uh, just to get his hands dirty. But anyway, so I met him, and it's so funny because he <laughs> he told me this. He goes. Okay, um, I said because I told them I said, look, you're younger. I just want you to know I like you so much, but I am I'm at a point in my life because I'm thirty something. I'm not like in my twenties anymore like you. I want to get married and have kids. And he goes, no, me too. And I was like, what? Yeah. You know, and it was just Oklahoma like, boys are are different. Oh, it's a different world exactly. than California dating yeah. than dating guys from here. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my so, gosh! Now I want to meet him. Yeah, no, you should. Yeah. And then, so then I was like, okay, so we we it was a love story. We fell in love, uh, got married in France, and oh. you know, and then and then and then I started having babies. But I started having babies right away because he said, okay, we got to start having babies before you get older. <laughs> like okay i love you oh <laughs> and God. so we had three babies before i turned 30 wow i mean 40 sorry oh, 30 no i'm not before i turned 40 we had three so i met him when i was 34 mm -hmm. and then by 40 i had three ba uh three babies wow. so we had three three pregnancies in three and a half years i was were you, were you launching contacto at the same time or yes. was did it already exist no i launched contacto right after i had my first baby he was born in 2008 and i launched contacto in 2009 wow. so six months after he was six months yeah, yeah. and i said it was just like crazy i mean having a little baby launching it was a lot of fear going on my own but but i had a lot of support and uh and especially my husband. He was he's has been the biggest support of my life because he's motivated me so much to just do it. And yes, do it and you could do it and I'll take care of the kids. He changed a million diapers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he left his everything that he was doing um, to be uh, a hands-on dad while uh, you know I was I always worked from home like you yeah. yeah but while I was I was building my business, we did it together. It wasn't just me, you know what I mean? It was like and, and he's now a partner in, in the company. You know, we both own the company. And but it's 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 not. Believe me, it wasn't just me. It was him. If it wasn't for him, it, you know, I couldn't have been able to. Do it. it does make such a huge difference to have somebody on your team and have a support system in place, because my husband is the same way. Like he's my biggest cheerleader. You know, whatever you need to do, like super supportive. And I know not everybody has that. And I know that that's why there's they struggle a lot. And um, and it's so important to have that support system, especially when you're launching a new business or a new venture, you know, where you're reliant on paycheck to paycheck and it's you know uh the income is inconsistent in, in this town a lot and it's a, for me it's commission only right. this is, and that was also 
for many years. And many people, I hear so many people that I talk to and they're like, oh my God, I couldn't do a commission only. And I used to think like that. But one of my mentors taught me, it's all in the minds. You just have got to know that it's coming. You just got to know that your work is going to bring you all of that abundance and and it has thank god all these years well my god it's been it's given me a life beyond my wildest dreams you know okay so let's talk about when you're looking for talent and when you're looking for somebody um to bring on your roster what stands out for you um what is something that you're like this person's got it or is it like i have to fill spots you know in like missing stereotypes and archetypes um in my roster like what what kind of process do you have well, um, I look for uh, people who are ready. I mean, I always will help even a person that has no reel, that, that doesn't have, that is not SAG, doesn't have good headshots. I'm not going to turn them away. You know what I mean? I respond to every single email. Uh, even if I say, you know, let's, you know, let's talk about it in the future and I can help you out. But I do take the time, even if I'm not going to work with them at the moment, I always take the time to at least give them some advice. But when I do take someone on, it's, it's more that they're SAG eligible, you know, uh, I do have a few non-union, but they're kids, you know what I mean? Non-union are kids because, you know, then of course they're kids. So it's, it's more development. Uh, but, uh, also that they have a real, uh, and, uh, that they're willing to, to, you know, it, it's a business that they know that there comes investment of not only time, but money and not that it's a lot. I mean, come on. It's like, it's just, you know, that's, that's what you're here for. You're here to act. So it's a business. So, you know, know that you have to allocate some funds into the, a reel or a scene or some new headshots. So I've already audited so many classes that I found the, the key people that I know will take the headshots that they need or if they need a reel that they go to real this real company that I found. So so it's it's not that they have to be perfectly ready. It's just that they have to be willing, I think, most most of all. Do you ever have um, non-Latino clients? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I do have not a few non-Latino because uh, they they want to, you know, me to be their manager so much that it's not like they, they beg me. No, it's just that they have they have what it takes. And actually, I have one. I have a few. But there's this uh, young 20-year-old that I just uh, took on. And, like, in three days, she was with, I'm not going to say, of course, names, but she was with this big agency. This happens a lot because I'm, I'm a more of a boutique agency. I have 50 clients, not very big for, for actors. Yeah. Of course, I have other, you know, directors and creatives. But for, for actors, I have 50. So I'm very focused with, you know, knowing that, that if I send one actor for that role, it's one actor. You know, versus, you know, big companies, which is great. I'm not saying they're not good. They're amazing. But sometimes they fall through the cracks. So when they come to me, even if they're non-Latino, right away we see results. And then they're like, what? It's like, why? Then why haven't I been going out to auditions or anything? So that's what I love. What my my The main thing that I love when about my everyone on my roster is that they that I make them happy, that they call me and they say, oh, my God, thank you so much. Because... It's about producing those re the, the, that those results. Not that we're, of course, booking right away, but at least we're getting them out there and getting you know representation is is really what what is the key to. I wish there were more Latin managers out there. There there are a handful. I'm telling you, and I know them all. They're all amazing, right. but there are a handful. I think there needs to be more of that. So 
because there's so many there are so many organizations that are are like well why aren't they including latinos here and there and they boycott i said that's not the answer the answer is not boycotting the answer is representation is someone that is going to go out there and be the captain of the ship and be like here's this person here's that person because they're be the connector be the connector the liaison and that's what i am that's why it's contacto. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Because when I'm hearing you say that, it yeah. sounds like you're saying we've got the actors. Oops, sorry, I hear your glasses. We've got the actors. Um, there's a need, um, an, an increase in the amount of shows um, that are going to be starring um, Latin actors, but we need the connectors. Yes, exactly. And that's why I, um, I, I have projects, like uh, men's projects that I take on, like, for example, to, you know, have access to all the people who make the decisions like all the casting executives you know the producers all the casting directors er everyone that they know that we exist and er it's so many people like oh my god this is awesome like abc amazon they're like now reaching out to me saying you know in uh, oh my god this latino this where were you all this time because it's not that there aren't people like me but it, it just seems like they don't know about it that much that's why i'm saying that there's that there needs to be always that like out of sight, out of mind, and and that's what I tend to do. I, I always want to know that hey, the, look at these people; they're so talented, mm -hmm. and and I'm getting more and more auditions, more and more bookings, and it's just growing even more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all about expansion and growth. So I'm very happy. Yes. Okay, so let's talk about in your experience um, since you've had um, Latin actors top of mind for so long. Are you seeing a shift in the industry towards more programming like that? Like you said, you're getting more and more auditions. Oh, yes. um, are they for bigger parts? Are they still small parts? Like what kinds of changes are you seeing? I am seeing so many bigger parts, okay? Like series regulars. There's all, all like I'm telling you, it's incredible um, how it's uh, evolved and uh, and expanded that, that now the, the writers, the creators of these shows, have now a latin a big a major latino or latina role in there all, all of them i'm for almost every single breakdown that comes out there's a hispanic you know which i love you know and and that's great because i have the talent that can go for a serious regular and book it you know so okay. yeah it's amazing how it's evolved it's really grown you know that about four years ago no three years ago i went out on this mission to and I sat down with the heads of all the major talent agencies, you know, the big ones, uh -huh. the management companies. And I and I wrote um, I hired someone to write a business plan for me with my ideas. And I analyzed and I went, you know, had my assistant go and do the IMDb with all the clients of each one. And I went into these people, these heads and I said, do you know that out of three thousand clients, you only represent 10 Latinos? <laughs> and they were like, what? They didn't even know. And they don't know. And then so it's like, okay, so what I want to do, and eventually really what I want to do is my intention is to, you know, or continue independent, which is fine, but also, or uh, go in and be uh, a Hispanic division of, of a big company. Oh, okay. That's really my main goal. Um, and, and the only reason why I would want to do that is to have more intel, more opportunities for my clients or for Latinos. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't need basically, you know, thank God I'm not going there to get money. I'm not going to, I'm going there to be part of the staff meetings, part of, you know, <clears throat> the, the grids, you know, that I am, I have access to all that, which I have access to the grid, but I, I, I mean, more in a corporate level, 
that I can go in there and that everything that they know, it, it was the same thing when I when I did this uh, many years ago, but it wasn't the right time. That, that was in 19, you know, 2002, 2003. It wasn't the right time. But I think now, I think a, a, a big company or a management company, production company can really, we can, we can generate so much more for everyone by knowing, oh my God, that all the agents, all the 600 employees in the company know that if anything Latino's there, You got to reach out to, you know, this, yeah. the, our division, which is contacto. You see, so that's, yeah. that's really my, my, my big goal overall. So. I love that. You like, how's that going so far? It's going good. Okay, it's yeah. going good. <laughs> I feel like you are the kind of person that would make a plan and make it happen. Oh, yeah. So I have no yeah. doubt that it's going to happen. Yes, um, just remember us non-Latinos <laughs> when you're, no, Latinas when you're on your way up. Um, no, I, I have a manager and I love my manager, but I'm like constantly afraid she's going to drop me because I'm not booking. No, I'm not booking as much as I used to. Like, you know how, like, the, you know, how everything is cyclical in this yes. business. You have your ebbs and flows. Like this is the longest dry spell I've ever had without booking something. I used to book like once every month, once every couple of months. Like I was like this, um, and I've, I've hit this major dry spell and I don't know how to shake it. What do you tell your actors to do if they're in that sort of that low peak of the valleys of the cycles of this business? What do you tell them to do to shake that off and like try to re reset that course? Yes. So I would say maybe in, in your situation, what, what I can just uh, see is like, do you have new footage? Do you have new headshots? You know, is your manager still using the same? Because remember, this is the same 1,400 casting directors, okay? It's not like you're gonna all of a sudden see a new casting director that's never seen your face. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. These are the same amazing industry people that exist. So so they they see, you know, again, you have to, uh, also the, com the competition is fierce. For each role, okay, they get 2,000 submissions. Did you know that? Yeah. Easy, right? So so just imagine, so so then if they know who you are, that, 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 but it's still the same, the same footage, the same headshot that you have a year ago, it's probably like, you know, you need to get them excited. You need to, you know, keep up whatever, I don't know, what is it that you need? Do you need uh, to go and shoot something? You know, there's so many independent yeah. filmmakers uh, out there or students or that need good actors. Maybe you want to do a, a thesis film, you know, for AFI or USC, get new footage. Yeah. You know, or, you know, I think that's that that's something I always tell the actors. You need this. Let, let's see what you need. Let's yeah. see what you can do, uh, because it's really all the sales. It's how you're selling yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, and then also classes, maybe go to a new class. Right. Uh, but uh, but you need to make your manager excited about you right. so they can go ahead and put you right. out there. You get what I'm saying? I totally do. Yeah. Well, and I hope that helps. No, it totally does. And I just selfishly um, will take your advice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will selfishly be like, I don't care if anybody else hears that, but I will hear it. Um, but no, I think as actors, we do get sort of in these ruts and we start to beat ourselves up a little bit and go, why am I not booking? Why am I not a star yet? And all this stuff. Sorry, my fan is blowing um, sorry, on your face. I, uh, say something. Are you, are you going out on auditions and how are you preparing for those? Are you getting a private coach? Super important. No. See, uh, these days, let yeah. me tell you, it's crucial. Even I can have the most talented actor that he has gone to Yale or whatever and has booked and everything. 
I still say you got to go get a private for this because you need another uh, perspective and yeah. a, another point of view and you need to prepare for that and book it. And, you know, to book it, not like, hey, you got to book it. But, <laughs> you know, and that is and, and every time they go, they say thank you. They don't yeah. say, well, you know, I just spent seventy five dollars for a half hour. No, they say, you know what? You were right. And, and then they get they get a call back mm-hmm. and then they're like, you know between one and someone else and for some reason that someone else gets it or they get it but that is crucial too so i will say that that's hard as an actor too because we're all so separate and separated unless we're in a class together we're all kind of we get our sides like i know for me i'll get an audition five or six o'clock at night for the next morning and then i'm like crap (laughs) because i'm like i usually have my daughter with me we're usually making dinner or something motherhood it's very hard and then you add the motherhood layer on top of it so i will get her ready for bed, get dinner, like all the routine, the stuff that I do. Then by the time I finish all of that, I sit down, I go over my lines a little bit, go to bed, then get up the next morning, do the whole breakfast routine, all that stuff. And then I'm like, ah, you know, so there's not this, this precision focus that I used to have. And that's on me. I know me personally, that's a shift. Something. I think you, you need someone that's going to read with you. You're doing it all on your own. So you need a reader. And by the way, going back to the reason, that's actually one of the main reasons why I, I, I said, okay, I can't do the acting anymore. Because the last audition I had was like three scenes, okay? And I got him the day before, and the casting director said, this is for ABC, you better learn all your lines. It has to be, and I learned all my lines, except like maybe the, the, the last uh, half a page. Yeah. Uh, and when I don't know my lines, it's like, oh God, like right. you get insecure and, yeah. and, and I w- and my life is too busy, three kids. Okay. A business with all these clients that I love, but then I had to read all these lines and then memorize them and practice and that, and then I couldn't. So it's either I'm going to be the best or I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And that's, that was actually one of a uh, pivot point for me to say, okay, I can't do this. I, I got to just do the, you know, the business aspect of it, which is yeah. the representation and booking and all that. And and I love it. That's why. So anyway, so going back to you, I think that's um, that's really, that yeah. Well, it sounds like you made a very strong decision for yourself, a very smart decision for yourself mm-hmm. because Contacto is doing so well. Um, tell me about any future projects you have coming up. Like, do a little uh, share with me your plugs, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, what do you have going on that we can share with everyone? Well, I am writing a, a book because because the two films that were are loosely based on my story. I had a tragic event happen when I was 19. I got into a car accident. I cut all my face. It was badly cut. I went through the windshield. So um, I went on this journey of telling my story. So now these all of a sudden it's just two different versions of it. So it's just been picked up by two different producing uh teams oh also what i want to do is um uh is is develop more kids more talents and kids so kind of develop that that division a little bit more but but i think the yeah the book the tv series which i'm uh, already hired a writer i love hiring writers by the way i think that is something that a lot of people uh, need to know about more that it, everybody has stories. Everybody has their own stories in their life. And, and I know it, it costs money, but it's just so worth it. There's so many great writers here in Hollywood that they're accessible and that they're willing to write. And just, I mean, that's one thing I do want to push a lot is writers. You know, I, I love, uh, the, the fact that it's worked for me. 
that I'm not a good writer, so give somebody else the opportunity and write my stories. So guapa is something that we're, I'm developing with a really great writer. Oh, yes, great. yes, yes. That's wonderful. Well, I'm excited to see all of the stuff that thank comes you. out of your world and out of contacto. Yeah. And, and thank you so much for being patient with of my course. technical issues today. Oh so um, And thank you for your time. I'm going to put up all of this information up on motherhoodinhollywood.com where you can follow along on social media. And thank you so much. Can I appreciate I it. Yeah. Thank you so much. But my biggest, my biggest projects are my three kids Aww. and their future and put them through a great college and, you know, Catholic school. So <laughs> that's it. That's really my main focus. Thanks. You know, yeah. work hard for them. Yes. You know, to I feel everything. the same way. Right. Yeah. That's really what it's about. I mean, to help others. But then, you know, yeah. my kids ultimately is yeah. what I want to, you know. It's funny how your perspective totally changes. Yeah. <laughs> you suddenly become less all about you and all about them. So I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much again. I appreciate it. And thank you for listening, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. That's going to do it for me. Remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. <laughs>